Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 96 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined as always by my mainest man, Willie Saylor. But we've got a special guest on the line today, starting your week off right. We've got the head coach of Ohio State Buckeyes, Tom Ryan on. Coach Ryan, how you doing this morning? Good, how you doing? Doing great. Thanks Thanks so much for coming on after a, a great kind of final weekend or close to final weekend of of college wrestling. We have our uh, NWCA dual matchups. They are set. Is that correct? Uh, they are set. We're waiting on a few um, confirmations from the team that's traveling or hosting, but it appears that uh, um, the matchups were set based on the, the, the final coaches' rankings. So, um, yeah, it looks like we're ready to go. All right, well, well, that's excellent. Before you get into you know naming all all the the matchups, can you talk about the uh, maybe this last weekend, the last day, kind of the um, the Virginia Tech NC State dynamic and and how that kind of I don't know if if throw a wrench into the works is, but it, it made things a lot muddier than it would have been if NC State had just won out. No, certainly, uh, certainly, you know, this is a. Um, there's a process, but within the process, there's going to there's 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 some gray, right? You have a, a, a last weekend situation, as you pointed out, where uh, NC State, Virginia Tech beats NC State to win the ACC dual meet title. The following two days later, you've got a uh, you know a couple days later, you've got NC State beating Missouri. Um, so it, 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 it definitely had an impact on the polls mm-hmm. uh, and an impact on who's going where um, because NC State was in position, if they win that Virginia Tech duel, to wrestle for a dual meet national championship at State College. Right, right. And so that loss kind of messed things up. Was there, were they still given consideration for that top spot despite losing? Was there kind of – did you consider them for Penn State or was it they lost, they're out? So, so the process, let me share. I, I mean, I'm, obviously you know for quite a while I've been in favor of finding a way, whatever way that is, to bring greater season-ending significance to dual meets. So we all know dual meets matter. There's a pride factor. There's, there's, there's tremendous value in dual meets now. But how do we add, you know, add greater value to dual meets? So, I mean, I've been, a, among many other coaches, a strong proponent of that. So the process this year, uh, a plan that was pretty much designed by, by Kale, he talked to Tom Brands, it got some traction, uh, was Big Ten Schools host, and the best non-Big Ten schools will, will travel to the Big Ten schools, and the, the highest-ranked non-Big Ten team would wrestle for a national championship. Well, um, NC State had so, – so, so how this would be decided was a coach's poll. So the coach's poll, Bloomsburg has a say. Uh, Drexel, Chattanooga, UPenn, Northwestern, Iowa State, Wyoming – Stanford, Buffalo, Maryland, and Virginia Tech. Those coaches turned in uh, their, their, their ranking, their national ranking. Based on the national ranking is where we were going to send 
teams uh, to compete uh, in these, for lack of a better term, bowls. Mm -hmm. And North Carolina State was finished in fourth, close behind Oklahoma State for third. So your question of were they considered to go to State College, they based on the final voting, yes, they were. They were very close to going to State College because they nearly outvoted Oklahoma State for the third spot. Okay. okay. That was a long answer, huh? Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. So with that with all that said, why don't you um why don't you lay it all out there? Give us the matchups maybe starting with the um you know, kind of build it up to the final, uh, to the last one, wh- whoever is being hosted by Penn State. Okay. Um, so, <clears throat> let me see here. We've got uh, the, the, the matchups are as follows. Um, and as you can imagine, um, there will always be which is somewhat what we want. We want people who, there'll always be some, some controversy, but I guess we can discuss that uh, here as well. Okay, so Minnesota um, will be hosting Iowa State. Okay. Indiana, so I don't know if you have any questions on that one. I can go through them one at a time, and you can come back to questions. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, yeah, just Indiana, keep it rolling, yeah. Okay, Indiana will be hosting Appalachian State. Okay. Now, there was some there was some there was some challenges with that one. Um, Nebraska will be will be hosting Missouri. And I say challenges on the last one because it was a three way tie. There was the a round way, robin in that conference. Three way tie in, in the um, three way tie in the SOCON. Um what went into the selection of that? Was there a tiebreaker involved or the, the highest ranked team involved? There was. So, so each conference selected a representative that is a rep of their conference in many areas beside this one, beside this vote. So every conference in the country has a rep. Those reps were on the phone last night uh, discussing this particular conference mm-hmm. because the voting didn't settle it. So when, when, the, when those coaches turned in those votes I had mentioned earlier, the ones that have a vote, when they turned them in, there was a tie for it was a tie. It was a tie between Appalachian State and uh, Tennessee Chattanooga. So the committee broke the tie, and we weighed things like, "Hey, Tennessee just beat Virginia." At the end of the day, though, the vote came down to if they're bo- if these two teams were tied in the voting, let's go with the team that won head to head. And App State beat Chattanooga head to head, and and ultimately. You know, that's the way it went down, which is why App State was chosen. Okay. And, and look, Heath has, you know, legitimate, you know, concerns about, hey, why, we, you know, we should have gone. So, you know, and, and, and he sees things pretty clearly. So the bottom line is that's the way, you know, that's, the, that, that's how that vote was, was settled. Right. Okay. That tie was settled. Okay. Uh, any other questions on that one? I don't think so. I don't really. Nope. Okay. Rutgers will host Lehigh. Oh, wow. Ooh. That's awesome. Good. That's a good duel. Uh, we are hosting Edinburgh. Okay. And the main reason for that issue duel was Edinburgh has a, had, a, had a conflict on Sunday, so they can only go Monday night. Mm-hmm. So due to the Monday night 
um, situation. We can get our gym Monday night. They won their conference, so we're hosting them. Um, Michigan is hosting Virginia Tech. Oh, wow. It's going to be another good one. Yeah. So, so Virginia um, Tech, and they, we can get it. I mean, that that was, uh, yeah. you know, Virginia Tech had had obviously. Listen, let me tell you, Kevin Dresser has been first class with the whole process. We start with that. I mean, he really felt and had good argument that he should be going to Iowa City, mm-hmm. um, yeah, because they won the ACC outright. So we're in this situation where, I mean, his 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 view is is not inaccurate. Right. 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 Uh, so. Uh, and then heading to I'm, I'm, Iowa, yeah. About these, but I, that situation, second. Hey, I'm Willie, sorry. You're breaking up, Willie. Okay, go ahead. Just go ahead, Tom. I, I, Willie's breaking up a little bit okay. there. Sorry. Okay. So then the other bowl. Oh, so I guess we would say there were two featured bowls, right, this year. I mean, two of the featured bowls. You've got two undefeated Big Ten teams, which, by the way, the Big Ten's got to get squared away. And we're working on that with Kerry Kenny and our coaches, making sure that we have an outright Big Ten dual meet champion. We have co-champions this year. Um, so NC State, based on the, the overall breadth of their season, the overall body of work, 22-1, and one, were chosen by the 10 coaches that turn in the votes um, they were the number four ranked team in the country. So they're going to Iowa City. And then Oklahoma State is going to Penn State to wrestle for uh, the dual meet national championship. Okay. My, my first question is, so NC State got the nod over um, Virginia Tech because of their, their body of work. Was that not also considered against... Oklahoma State, who they also they not only did they have that strong body of work you referenced, but they also beat Oklahoma State head to head. Was that not was it Oklahoma State not considered? I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm trying to. So you 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 mentioned that Virginia Tech um, was was not going to Iowa because NC State you felt had a stronger body of work despite the head to head win over NC State, but. With the Penn State, Oklahoma State, was that same body of work for NC State not considered? Because they not only did they beat Oklahoma State, but you could argue they had a stronger body of work. How did that those negotiations play out? I guess. I see. So you are you saying so? Why did why did not NC State go to Penn State? Right. Yeah. No, I think that's a I think that's a really that's a fair question, and the and the only the the, the main reason why they didn't go was. The, the guidelines, the kind of the guiding principles of who was going to go where was set on this coach's ranking. And the coaches ranked, at the, the last coaches rank came up that Oklahoma State was ranked third ahead of NC State. Okay. So it, it so was just the coaches. It was, it was just the coaches. It was okay. the coaches ranking. So I think that clearly, you know, there's growing pains. We've got to make sure that these – that – you know, I mean, Oklahoma State certainly has a a strong case to be in a title match. Even though they, you know, they lost to Iowa early on, they also lost to um, NC State, right? But mm-hmm. we looked at 
I think overall the coaches that were ranking this looked at when did the loss occur, you know, who was in the line. So I, so I think there's so many moving parts in it. Listen, there's never going to be an exact science to this. Right. You know, there's always going to be the argument that, you know what, NC State should be going to, to State College and, um, you know, Tech could be going to Iowa. Yeah. You know, so, so we just, the, the, to make it clean and not like uh, a, a behind closed doors, how is this happening? We just went with the, the final coaches poll. When it, went, when it came down to the, the two main bowls, right. how did the coaches vote? And we thought that would be, you know, the cleanest way where you've got at least a process. And I think clearly the process has to be looked at. You know, it's, it's the first year. Listen, the process has to be looked at. The marketing has to be looked at. You know, do we, do we, you know, who covers this? I know Flo is dying to cover this. You know, the good news is we've got some, we've got season, we've got, we've got current season data that's determining who's competing for a national championship. That's never happened before in college wrestling history. Right. Mm-hmm. These teams, were, the teams that went to the national duels in the past were always picked preseason, not this year. Right. They were picked based on their season work. So we're moving forward. Clearly not ideal, but we've got some great matchups. Yeah, I, I, I uh, completely agree with that, Coach. And um, yeah, it, it sounds like you know you guys are are, are pleased with the matchups, but you're going to continue to tweak, and you're not dead set in kind of the process for determining. And uh, you know, over time, this could potentially get um, it, it could be great. So um, we really appreciate you coming on, Coach Willie. You have anything else for Coach Ryan? Um, I would like to clarify, um, you alluded to it, is the Big Ten going to, I mean, part of this process, um, there's a lot of hurdles to get through, not with the coaches and the scheduling, but one thing that made it kind of problematic, um, and, and it's, it's, it's going great, I think me and Christian will talk in, uh, after you're off about the things we like and, and, and the things that could be better, but... Um, one of the things that was pr- additionally problematic was that the Big Ten didn't have a, a, a clear champion. And so you alluded to it. Is the Big Ten going to go to divisions or is the Big Ten going to go to another method that you can determine a true or, or a clear um, team champion within the conference? Yeah, so that's a great question. And obviously I'm one vote in the Big Ten, and, and Kerry Kenny has been up front with us. And, you know, the Big Ten is looking at all Olympic sports and what is the best way to capture the fan base and, you know, and create, a, you know, a, a great scenario for each of the Olympic sports. I believe that there's a lot of momentum right now among coaches. And listen, I'm not speaking for the other 13 Big Ten coaches, but I, I do talk to them. And I think a scenario like we had this year just can't happen. Yeah. I mean, we had, we had an amazing opportunity this, this year. If we had an East-West, right, we just, just look at last year, just at the opportunities for dual meets to have greater, greater importance and, and to, to attract a fan base. We mm-hmm. had an undefeated team in the West side of the Big Ten and an undefeated team in the East side. This past weekend, how sweet would it have been for college wrestling fans to have a Big Ten championship match? The winner, yeah. the winner moves on to face the number one ranked non-Big Ten team for a dual-meet national championship. Mm-hmm. Now your season had, has a little greater value than it has you know, with the current state of college wrestling. So the short answer is my vote would be we're out of our minds if we don't go to an East-West. Right. It's negligent. 
we're, 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 we're trying to set a standard and we're not walking uh, the walk. So, you know, again, I'm one person. I, I believe we need to declare a true Big Ten champion and that, that, that team should move on. So I think we're on our way there, though, Willie, to answer the question. I do think we're going to get there. That's good. I'm glad there's traction there. You know, the, with the Big Ten expanding to 14 teams, it's virtually, you know, it's impossible to hit everybody on the schedule every year. So at least if you have divisions, you can hit everybody inside your division and then come together for a conference title match. Yeah, I agree. And Willie, I think, you know what, football's got this. Listen, when you've got the money and the revenue that football has, you know, why reinvent the wheel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I mean, we, we've got a standard, a sport that sets a high standard with fan base attention. Whatever they're doing in this scenario, now we've got some implications because we got the individual side of it slash team side of the tournaments. Mm-hmm. At the end of the year, the Big Ten tournament and the national tournament and the conference tournaments. But, but we can tweak our model and make it fit into the scenario where, you know, dual meets have have the utmost importance, as does the end of the year de- determining who's going to win ten weight classes. Um, so, you know, I think we're moving that way. We're getting some traction and I think it's a good thing. So yeah, what is yeah. the, the opposing view to, to what you're kind of pr- proposing, what you would have happen, kind of a plus one or a final, um, regular season champion. What's what, if I'm a coach at another school, what am now, I saying that to tell you that that's a bad idea? Yeah, I think, so I think that maybe looking at this thing, you know, from an aerial view, I think one of our one of our shortcomings initially was we started too big, right? So tw- having 24 teams in an event doesn't necessarily make make that much sense. So we start small. Mm-hmm. Football for years went with, you know, a, a title game. Now they went to a Final Four, mm-hmm. right? Basketball didn't start with this many teams. They started small, gathered community support, uh, fan base was growing, and they and 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 there was controversy. You know, we have controversy. Iowa can argue they should be in the title match. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Virginia Tech could idle, you know, argue they should be. And so we have controversy. Ultimately, um, you know, ultimately I think that uh, we'll get to a place where there's a final four or an elite six. Now the flip side of that, so the negative is, is the concern on the other side is a lot of big matches late in the season as you gear up mm-hmm. for your conference tournament and national tournament. You know, do we want our athletes to be competing in that many matches at that high of a level? You know, and right. you know, so I think that's the flip side to it. You know, this weekend coming up, you know, Oklahoma State's got to fly to Penn State two weeks later. They got the Big 12. So I think that's the negative, right? That's one of the negatives is how many tough competitions can you have and peak people? Right. Um, now, you know, listen, I, I and, 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 you guys can probably think of 10 ways to, to argue that point, right? So there's, 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 there's logic on both sides. I mean, the SEC in football certainly plays a tough schedule every week in and week out. Um, well, I think, maybe, I think maybe the remedy for that is less, less out-of-conference stuff. I mean, you win your conference, you make a case for yourself, you get into a bowl, a bowl series duel. I mean, I, I mean, really think that, you know, I, I believe that an Elite Six would give us a really unique situation. But, um, you know, where this upcoming weekend you have six teams go or eight teams go and you start there and, you know, or at least we grow to a, a Final Four. Mm-hmm. You know, where you've got the AC, you've got, you've got the champion of the Big Ten goes, 
and then the next highest ranked teams that won their conference. Right. You know, so you know, you so you've got four a rep of four different conferences represented. And look, if you didn't win the Big Ten, you don't deserve to fight for the national championship in the dual meet. You lost during the year. You know what? Those dual meets now had greater greater importance. Yep. Because you don't get to wrestle the team again. You lost during the year. You didn't win your conference dual meet championship. You lost the right to fight for a dual meet championship. So there's a lot of thinking on this and going back and forth. But ultimately, I think we all agree that this sport has an issue with forfeits. It has, you know, right now there's some issues with that on the high school level, on the college level. We got to get these things remedied, and uh, because we know there's a fan base, you know, we know that, uh, you know, in, in in time, I believe that these, bo- these, these these this championship can be a revenue producer, um, and yeah, and an attention getter for for um, for fans. You know what's you know what's interesting about this whole situation in 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 the matter of a couple days, I mean, there was a time where older versions of the national duels was a thing where it was a participation thing. Are you going or are you not? Like you said, that was determined um, in the beginning of the season. So some some teams that were really strong in that particular year didn't necessarily f- want to go to national duels for whatever reason. Now, in, in and I'm not saying the, the system is ideal right now, but in the course, at least in this format, now you have everybody in the country arguing why they should be in one or why they should be in a certain for the national title. So it, it went from a thing where, well, I don't know if we want to participate to we should get the number one spot. We should be wrestling for it, this team in this place. No, I think that's a great point. I think you make it an event, you, you, you bring value to it, and, and teams are going to want to be in. And, and you know, I, I, we can only move forward from here, and, and uh, I think it's a great scenario for us. Right now, uh, I think in time, you know, you hopefully the sponsor dollars and the, and, the, and, the, and the TV, maybe it airs on ESPN on a Monday night. I think the, I, the bottom line is that there's an all, there's an inclusiveness. Coaches have said, have, have said, listen, if, 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 if I get invited, I'm going to go. And that inclusiveness is what, to your point, we've been missing. You know, whether it was the schedule didn't work or too many teams, so many different issues. And Cal put a, little, put a concept together. We all looked at it. Nobody thought it was a utopia situation, but you know what? It's a start. It's a really good start. And everybody said, every coach said, you know what? We're in. Let's, let's, let's move forward. We know dual meets need to be, to be viewed in a little greater light. And, let, and, 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 that's, and that's why we are where we are, because everyone agreed that there's no more taking your ball and running with it. You're in. So yep. be in. Awesome, Coach. Well, we really appreciate you uh, coming on and taking taking some time out of your day to break this uh, on radio. That's a, that's a real privilege for us, and we, we appreciate it. Do you have uh, anything else for us before we go? No, I just want to end by saying that, uh, you know, listen, you know, I talked with Martin today about whether he was going to release this or not, you know, on flow, and he really stepped up. So for the people listening, I mean, Martin really stepped up. This was the best format to release this on, and, and so I just want to thank Martin for, for doing that. Thank you, Coach. Thanks for having me on. So. Yep, thanks a lot, Coach. Good luck against Edinburgh. All right, guys. Take care. Thanks. See ya. Bye. So there you have it. The matchups are set for the national duels. Um, let's let's run those down. I'm going to run them down real quick, Willie. Run and them then, down. And then we'll, uh, we will opine. Okay? Starting off, Iowa State versus Minnesota, um, which Iowa State's an interesting addition here, having lost to Oklahoma. 
Um, Appalachian State will go to Indiana, and they had that three-way tie. This is one I think will be nuts. Really competitive SoCon this year. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I like the, the the they're rising. I mean, that's that's good for the sport. Yep, Gardner Webb doing doing good things. Uh, App State and UTC have kind of been established um, more so than Gardner Webb, but Gardner Webb's coming along. Um, Lehigh Rutgers at Rutgers. That's that's going to be a great one. You you can imagine Rutgers has great fan support. Well, I'll combine you, that I, with Lehigh, who travels really well. That one should be pretty I, I, nice. I'm not sure if I'm not sure if you're not from that area, if you understand it. But you know, Lehigh traditionally gets um, some 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 Jersey folks and and um, some Jersey recruits. And when Jersey um, when Rutgers wasn't at the level it was now. A lot of New Jersey people followed Lehigh really closely. I mean, I, what I'm getting at is that's going to be a really great atmosphere. Great atmosphere I mean, will be. Those, I'm sure they'll sell it out because mm-hmm. they typically do. Rutgers does a good job there, so that'll be an awesome one. Missouri, Nebraska, Missouri. They were kind of in limbo with this weekend. I, I wonder where they would have wound up had they beaten um, NC State. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Um, that I think I feel like. Those duels just changed. They changed everything. And they did. They, they, they really, really mud, muddied the waters. More than anything, they muddied the waters. Edinburgh will go to Ohio State. Um, Edinburgh, Edinburgh win the winning EWL. the EWL. Correct. And now here's where it gets juicy. Um, Virginia Tech going to Michigan. Okay. It's going to be a darn good that's, duel. It's going to be a good duel, but it's the third rung, and I think Virginia Tech. And, you know, there's a gripe. There's a gripe. In every scenario here, I, I think yep. every team has a gripe. Um, I personally think Oklahoma State should not be going to Penn State. I don't feel like that was earned. I think we'll get into that a little bit. But Virginia Tech's going to Michigan. They beat NC State this weekend, but NC State will go to Iowa. And I feel like those two teams, Virginia Tech and NC State, they they wanted one of those. They wanted the Iowa or the Penn State. I, I don't think they were – particularly, I mean, maybe Virginia Tech didn't want to wrestle Penn State again with the rematch, but I feel like they both were just wanting one of those two big spots against an undefeated Big Ten team. But mm-hmm. Virginia Tech on the outside looking in, and ultimately that Iowa State loss, you have to figure, is is the reason for that. Um, so then NC State will go to Iowa, which is a very interesting dual dual matchup. I don't know if you want to get into that, how, how those I mean, could play out. We, 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 I think... This isn't the time to get into. I think maybe um, Thursday show or, or, or is the time we can get into it, or you know, you break it down in an article. But just a very cursory look. I mean, me and Kyle Bradkey were driving home from Stillwater last night, and we were going through all these scenarios. And I think, off the top of my head, I think we had a six-four for Iowa. That sounds right. Um, Iowa would likely win twenty-five, thirty-three, forty-nine. There he goes. You can't help yourself. Well. Uh, this is very quick. 25-33, um, 49, um, 74, and 84 is a toss-up. Um, but they would win 97. Um, yeah, so probably so something like that. 5-5 five, five or 6-4. Interestingly, NC State has bonused some Iowa starters. Cooper was bon- uh, majored by Gant, nearly teched, I think, and um, Gwiz majored Stoll. I believe he majored him. So those could play a role, but then again, they've got Thomas Gilman and Corey Clark against young guys, guys that are kind of on the periphery of being ranked and unranked. So you got to figure 
Iowa's going to be in good position to bonus. All right, I'll stop. I'll stop. So NC State's <laughs> going to Iowa. Oklahoma State going to Penn State. So the the, the when the dust all settled yesterday, um, I'm driving back from Stillwater. Christian's driving back from Raleigh. Um, <sighs> me and Christian had a knockdown drag out <laughs> argument on the phone. We were yes, we were talking on the phone while driving seventy. That's not. It's not safe. safe. I, I was hoping you were. I've I've driven so much with this job that I eh, I don't know. I'm pretty good. Pretty, I I go headphones in and that helps me focus. I'm not like holding the phone up to my. Well, ear. I was on speaker. Oh, so speaker. It was a little little safer. Okay. Maybe. So we know. were safe. We were we were being uh, we were being conscientious. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. And this actually, Willie, we're we're kind of consistent with our own processes here. Um, like with your ranking process, I look at your pound for pound, Alex Marinelli, by virtue of just not losing, he's your number two pound for pound guy, despite, you know, not that much elite competition. Um, and then for me, a guy can lose, but if you have a better body of work over time, I'm not going to overreact to that. So I feel like NC state deserves it despite a loss to Virginia tech, NC state and Oklahoma state. They have very similar bodies of work. NC State beat Oklahoma State, so I don't understand how they don't get in there um, just because of a loss to Virginia Tech. Well, I, you know, I'm not going to say it's clear cut by any stretch of the imagination. I think that uh, Virginia Tech, NC State, and Oklahoma State all have a all have a claim to it. Um, I, I guess wh- where we where we differ is that and I know there's a very logical um, rebuttal to this is that where we differ is NC State lost on the last day of the season essentially yeah I just who cares because I mean it would have been maybe NC State should have just scheduled Army and Stanford this week you know what (laughs) I mean they scheduled they scheduled tough competition who's fault I mean what is the order of when a match happens I mean it's it's totally meaningless perhaps you're right but when you're talking about one of the other teams in consideration I mean how can how can you say how can you say NC State should go ahead of Virginia Tech when Virginia Tech just beat them yesterday okay well they decided that that was the case so if if that's the case, well, and it's obvious for me, they decided, it's, that, they decided that what was the case? They decided that NC State should go over Virginia Tech despite that loss. I know. How? So, I, well, obviously, so they that's that was my point when I asked Coach Ryan. It felt like they applied body of work, this and that, to justify Tech over NC State, whereas they didn't really yeah. apply that. I mean, they clearly didn't apply that with NC State, Oklahoma State, because body of work, it's not comparable, and they have the head-to-head. Well, so, I mean, and also is another it, is thing, it body is it body of work? Is it? I mean, is that what it comes down to? Why you keep saying body of work? And I understand, but is that really the criteria? Well, if you're trying to determine superiority, I would... I, but but who said that? That's the process. That's your process. That's Christian Pyle's process. Well, it would seem to me that if you beat better teams and you have more excusable losses, that would be a pretty good process to have. That well, that makes sense when you beat that's the not team. Necessarily, the process. The I mean, time when you lose. I mean, I, I've never understood. Virginia that. Tech. I mean, Virginia Tech beat North Carolina State yesterday, or two days ago. Um. Okay. They also lost to uh, Iowa State, and 
Oh, oh, and NC State beat Oklahoma State. Okay. Okay. So, so when, when you behind? have when you have all kind of conflicting results. Right, exactly. And on NC State, if you have all this conflicting results, go with who's been the most consistent, who has been the steadiest, who is You don't you don't go with you don't go with um you don't look at recency and you don't look at NC State's the same team they've been all year. It's not like this is a an uh an outlier loss. They've been all year. They lost yesterday. They lost Friday. And then they beat Missouri. They have one loss. Every team has losses here. Why is it? It's basically so the way you design your schedule is determining um, who's going to these championships. It's not all things aren't equal here. One team wrestled Virginia Tech, a can top we, five. Can, can we, one team wrestled just, a top five team, Virginia Tech, and a top I don't know eightish team in Missouri. Another team wrestled, not disparaging, just saying facts, Army and Stanford. So. Yeah, it would be one thing if they all wrestled tough teams in the last weekend. It would be, and all things were equal with a schedule, but they're not equal. NC State called up and scheduled all these ridiculous matches, and basically what this is saying to me is don't schedule a tough um, season. It's pointless. It's fruitless. It's not going to help you. Well, and not, if you do... I'm not saying that. Don't schedule, don't, don't, don't schedule a tough... Don't ke- uh, ske- schedule tough duels late. Yeah, so let's have let's have all the good duels out of the way in November. That makes sense. I mean, honestly, I think let's honestly, just... I think there there should be a part of the component that I'm um that I don't like about this. And I listen, I think that I I was a detractor, right? When the NWCA has has done some variation, has changed the format for national duels for years. They've done it this way, then that way, then this way, then that way. And I'm always like, I'm always highly critical, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like this. I don't like that. This isn't going to work. Why do they always change it? <laughs> they're on the right track, man. It's not ideal, but they're on the right track. And No question. What's that have to do with the choices? I mean, I don't... And, and another but, thing... Well, what it has to do with the choices is... They're close. They're close to getting it right, and uh, there needs there needs to be tweaks and there needs to be changes. And I think I think the changes need to be. You know, I don't want to let NWC off the hook, but they the coaches have to change. There has to be kind of like wholesale changes, right? There has to be some of the their duels. You have to schedule differently. I think that the duels should take place earlier. I think that. There should be an emphasis on conference. I've never really understood that, the emphasis on conference. So if I'm in the, let's just, for example, I'm in the EIWA, and I schedule Iowa and Penn State and Oklahoma State, and I beat them, but something weird happens. I'm Cornell, and Lehigh beats me. Uh, may I have started. So I didn't win the EIWA duels. But I also beat the one, two, and three. What? Who cares if you didn't win your conference? You're clearly... Um, one of the best, and because of one day, that's why I say body of work, instead of oh well, let's point to this yeah, one date yeah, where this yeah. one thing happened. That's why. Who cares? Who cares? Because it makes that duel important. The duel is still important. It's the EIWA dual championship or whatever you want to call it. It does matter, and it, and Cornell needs to win that duel because if they don't win the duel, then they're rolling the dice on on where they belong. You know, and they. That's exactly right. Okay, but. 
but it shouldn't. But it shouldn't. They 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 scheduled they scheduled three of the top three teams in the country. They beat them all, and they're shut out because they had a bad match because one upset because we've that's talked exactly, and because we've talked about exactly because we've talked about how dual about Virginia Tech. That's exactly what you're saying about Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech beats Iowa State thirty-two to. Three, 32 to 6 or something like that. That's not what I'm saying about Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech didn't have near the schedule. You're comparing um, schedules here? I mean, look, what's... what's? I, I'm i not all about that schedule thing. Yeah, the me. whole good teams you wrestle thing. I'm not all about that because that doesn't really help my argument. So we're just going to not pay attention to the good teams they wrestled. Let's let's cast that to the side. You know, yeah. Not, big, rest, on, not big on the schedule. They lost to Iowa State. I wrestled everybody in the top 10. I'm 7-3 and three against them. I should go before a one-loss team. Um, well, that's not. I mean, that's what you're saying in theory. Um, except not at all, and then that is not in any scenario what has happened. That, that's like not even close to what I've been saying or have said. And another thing that, that Coach Ryan mentioned that uh, I, I don't think this should factor in. He he talked about you know. NC State, basically what he said was, without saying it, because NC State beat Oklahoma State and Oklahoma State was missing some guys, it really didn't count as much. But then they didn't really apply that for Virginia Tech, who was missing starters, um, against Iowa State. So it's like, well, where did, does it, do you need your full team? Do you not need your full team? Did you, well, fact, did you factor in? That's, did, the, that's the question that we talked about a couple episodes ago. Do you factor that in? It, it has to factor some. Uh, the the loss happened, and here's the thing. There's a couple things. First of all, no, I'm saying, do you factor in do do you factor in that a team perhaps was not at a full strength? At all a, things being strength. equal, maybe if all things are equal, you look at that and you say, okay, well, the, the, everything's even, and this one loss, they're missing all these guys. But you have to look at the other side. NC State did, wasn't at full strength. They had to bump up Max Roscoff to 74 and get pinned at 65. And, yeah, you'll say Daringer beats Roscoff. Well, yeah, he does. But you know what? That changes the duel. There's little things that happen. And just because, guys, also, I'll say this. And I'm not going to say this. Dude, is, dude. Listen, listen they up. They wrestled Davey Dolan, Brian Crutchmer, and Austin Schaefer. Okay. First of all, uh, I'm going to say this. And this is not at Oklahoma State. This is not at any team in general. Okay? Not at any team. Just because guys don't wrestle doesn't mean they weren't available okay how's that you're sitting guys guys that are able to wrestle i'm not saying any teams i'm not saying uh, oklahoma state hey. i'm saying that makes it very hey. fortuitous to sit guys and be like well we weren't full strength and, and as this becomes more and more important and we see that wrestlers game this up well yeah he's got a thing i mean you can hold a guy out for nothing because he's true. studying and, for and an this, exam this goes back to this goes back to Conference championships. Emphasis on conference. Because guess what, Christian Piles? You don't win your conference. You're not at the dance. That's that's so dumb. I mean, the, uh, you know, in football, not. in football, you don't have to win your conference and you can win uh, the title game. That happens. That's happened. So that's yeah. just categorically untrue. If you're the two best teams in the country, why, then they're in the same conference. I mean, what does that matter? Why can't you be in the dance? Um, the two best teams. That number you, one, I think it holds you. Uh, number one, I think it holds you accountable, right? You don't. You you mail one in against a team, right? Like, I don't know. Uh, they they lost know. to Virginia Tech by one match. One match goes differently 
and and they win that duel. They didn't mail it in. No, I'm not talking about that duel at all. All right. I'm talking about how you're saying, how oh. you're saying, oh, you know. So maybe you can you mail it in against non-conference teams, basically. So Oklahoma State can sit some, yes. sit a bunch of starters. So that's good. So that's good. They schedule this, but hey, it's not Pat Papalizio's fault. He he went to Oklahoma I, State to wrestle I'm Oklahoma not, State. I'm not assigning, I'm not assigning fault. Uh, well, I'm saying, what what is he supposed to do? He's trying to bolster his schedule so that he can have this competition. And now you're saying, well, that result. I don't really. I'm not talking about. We we have. I've moved on from that. Okay. Well, I'm ago. not moving are you, on. Are you I'm not moving on. Why are you, are you moving are you on? Because I'm talking about. I'm talking about the best process, and the best process would be emphasis on duels. I mean, eff- emphasis on conference, and you go if you win your conference tournament. Who cares about con? So okay, I win the SoCon. That's well, better than so, so. Hold on, that no means listen. That every every dual regular season within your conference actually matters. So I win. Uh, I won the SoCon. Just listen. NWCA, just listen. The whole mantra from the NWCA has always been: we have to make in-season duels matter. Okay, listen. The, the conference thing is irrelevant. It, it that should not matter. So I win the SoCon. Um, that's better than being second in the ACC. Okay, cool. This is, that makes a lot of sense. That's why not all things are equal. You can't just say, win your conference. Not all conferences are equal. The ACC is so much better. Well, the the team that's, the team that's second in the ACC ain't wrestling in the national title duel anyway. Uh, I, I know that, but I'm saying you want to place this emphasis on just because you win your conference, that should take some sort of precedent. You don't believe that. You can't actually believe that winning your conference should have this be held in this high of esteem. Because not all things are equal, period. And they're different every single year. Uh, th- yep. Christian. Willie. The The... the... It's not going to determine the national title duel anyway. I mean, it it did here. Like, if if you win the SoCon, if you win the SoCon, are you going to wrestle for the national title? Probably not. You'll wrestle the maybe you'll wrestle the ACC number two or whatever. I mean, let's not get it twisted. Let's not get it twisted. Do it. What we have right now today is not really for the national title. Yeah. Uh, What's really for the national title is Penn State Iowa. Right. And they're in the same conference, right? But if Penn State and Iowa wrestled, and let's just say Penn State won, now this would be for the national title. Right. So, emphasis on conference. Make make sure there's a conference champion. Okay. Maybe some years it would be, you know, Iowa beats Penn State and Missouri won uh, the MAC, and they're ranked number two, and they're undefeated, and then Iowa-Missouri wrestles for the national title. It's different when comparing the Big Ten. I just feel like that's but you can't. Complete. But you can't allow that to happen if Missouri lost to Central Michigan. Okay. Uh, that's my point on emphasis on conferences. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm talking more particular about what what happened here, and I can see, that, you know, there's gripes all around, and I kind of got positioned as a, a a Virginia Tech hater in all this, which is. I, yeah, I know. Patently hilarious. Um, and 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 someone, um, I, you, what uh, uh, insinuated that I was like <laughs> strongly, 
strongly advocating for Oklahoma State because which you were. I, uh, no, I think on the phone you were all come on. You you were so dismissive. You were oh, if you guys could have heard it, if you could have heard him, he was so smug. I, he was so smug. And then we screamed at each other. Um, we, I can see a case for both. Oklahoma State and Virginia Tech. This is so classic Willie. Willie is so, so, it's this, it's this. What are you talking about? You're an idiot. And then when you get the, get him in front of the mic, this is just like St. Paris all over again. And he's Not like, he's like, well, I can see it both sides. He's like this guidance no, counselor. He's like, see it both sides. I did not. Did you hear what I, the words that came out of my mouth? I said, Oklahoma State and Virginia Tech. I did not say NC State. And Kyle Bradkey can serve as witness that I said we said this <coughs> repeatedly. Okay. That it, in my tier in Kyle, same thing. It would be Oklahoma State or, uh, or Virginia Tech, and then NC State would be third. That was where we were coming from. That is. So are, I wasn't like banging the drum for Oklahoma State. Those are silly words. Just silly words. I and I'm disappointed in you. So yeah, yeah, I mean, well are, no, no the like the funny part. Degrees, so you're like you do this process thing, and I get the process. Yeah, the thing. whole you know. You know I, made a, I made a living on the uh, uh, on the rankings thing, but you're like three degrees away from Seton Hall Pirates abacus. What are you like, talking about? That's not even accurate. Yes, it is. Get out of that system. It's there's no system. It's looking at who's beaten better teams. You're stacking up. Who has beaten better guys? You don't do that with your rankings. Dayton Fix loses two matches and he gets dropped because Alex Marinelli hasn't lost when he doesn't face anybody. You don't stack up wins and losses. It's it's disin you get you create disingenuous lists because well he didn't lose. That's how Chance Marstell was number one pound for pound over Kyle Snyder. And now we're here again. Uh, we have we have philosophical differences that's, 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 in, in our changed. in our process. And I think my process is right, and I think it rewards who does the most, who has done the most, period. Not some, the way the wins and losses fall on a calendar. Give me a break. Who's done the most in a year? That's what matters. Wins and losses in a calendar. Uh, Brody has beat the top five guys the other year and did AA. They didn't, they didn't retroactively go back and say, well, has beat them all. Put them at the top of the podium. Um, well, he, that, he didn't that, perform on the last day of the season. That you're comparing a guy that lost to, to Ryland Lubeck to NC State who lost to a he top five guy Sturks. one time. He beat him one time. He was also woefully inconsistent that entire year. He was up and down that entire Brown. year. This is not Brown. that's not an apples to apples comparison. That's not even Brown. comparable. That is such a that's such a reach. That's not even that's not even comparable, it's, Willie. It's perfectly analogous. No, it's NC not. NC State lost on the last day of the season. So what? Who's, I'm, who's schedule last? Army then. Schedule who's, Who's the last team or individual to ever lose on the last day of the season and said, you're in the finals? Riddle me that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's right. You don't know. I quit. I'm tendering my resignation. I'm done with you. Uh, how, do, how do we move on from here? How can we repair this relationship? Well... I don't know. Counseling would be a we need start. We need counseling. We need peer mediation. We need you to be the guidance counselor here. Who? You. 
You need me to be the guidance counselor? Yeah, that's what you you always come back and you're... You're you're like the, I'll yeah. just give you detention. Yeah, you probably would. All right. Solid in the we, janitor's closet. We got 12 minutes left. Do you just want to argue about something? Tax reform? What? Where do you want to go from here? Want to go with the, the weekend? I had a pretty good weekend. I know you were schmoozing it up with, with T. Boone Pickens at Oklahoma State. <laughs> I was uh, I was slumming it on the runway of the microtel. Literally, my, my hotel... Was on it was on the runway, like the I was just I was just happy. You stayed at the Microtel Inn. Microtel, it was actually fine. Perfect. I know that the company is pretty tight on travel and <laughs> watch your expenses and and make sure like you know don't supersize your value meal. But you stayed at the Microtel Inn. I micro it was it was it was perfectly fine, but it was on the runway. It was on the runway. There was a Cinnabon right outside where people – there was a baggage claim right there in the in the lobby where you had the continental breakfast. It was right there. But, um, no, it was great. Um, I don't know where I was going with that actually. That you my, had a great oh, yeah, I had a great weekend. Great weekend at NC State. You were you were there with T. Boone. He was chopping around. You had your courtside seats. I went to four duels in the triangle. I went to, of course, NC State's duels against Tech and Missouri, which was in um, – I love Stillwater. I might move there. You might? No, Martin won't let me. He won't let you. It would be it might be a I want to though. Why do you like Stillwater? I've never been there. Tell the people that haven't been to Stillwater what makes it great. Um I I I, I don't know. I like I like smaller towns and I like the way that the I don't know, the people there are awesome and they're wrestling crazy and um I feel like the whole town is kind of very in we're very in tune with their athletics you know yeah yeah i don't know it's just a, it's a community feel right. and i would get a farm outside <laughs> you do want to be a farm willie does have aspirations if of, i had of agriculture if I had my choice i'd be a farmer interesting okay so you saw some good wrestling what'd you, what'd you make of heil mckenna um that was NCAA final esque. Right. I just, both guys. I thought both guys were. Who breaks? Who breaks that up? Who can break up that that finals matchup? Oh, I think there's several people. I think Kevin Jack is the truth. Ah, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Jack's great, but uh, he was in two losable matches this uh, this oh. weekend. I know, but you're 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 asking me who could break it up. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I've seen Chris Penny beat Morgan McIntosh. <laughs> we were sitting next to each other when that happened. That definitely. You no, know, I mean, if so, you're, if you're asking me who could break that up. Yeah. Kevin Jack's a guy. Kevin Jack's a guy. For Kevin, sure. remember that? Remember when Kevin Jack beat Devin Carter? Um, Devin Carter. Yeah, mm. that was that was emotional. Um, Micah Jordan, <laughs> Micah Jordan. Is is a name like that a comes Jordan? If he gets hey, hey, how about Jimmy? Jimmy Gulabon. I know. I, know. I, I I I kind of I Jimmy hit... Gulabon lost to Gasca. He's just and I didn't see the match, it, I, but I've seen other matches. It just is there a confidence thing going on there? I think, and I'm not saying look, Gasca's darn good. Well, but let's slow down. He's he's fine. You know, he's Gasca has shown. Flashes. He has right? shown flashes. He's he's overcome a lot. Let's just he's say overcome that. ankle. Yeah, a couple times to a degree. Um, I, I'll say you know I thought he looked good against 
Micah, and I almost started to be like, hey, he's coming. I actually said he's coming, but I don't know if he's coming, actually. I think it's one of those things. Maybe he's not big enough for 141. That's something you thought all along. But, remember, remember, like, last year? Yeah, I remember when you didn't think Zane was big enough, so I wouldn't even pipe up about that. You didn't think Zane was big enough. He's potentially going to win the Hodge. I never said. Yeah, not. you did. Yeah, I never you did. said not big enough. I said he's not a big 49. He's He looks plenty big. Okay, so what I'll say is it's possible that while he is not maybe, he's not the biggest 41, obviously, and especially wrestling Micah Jordan, who was a 57 last year undefeated, <laughs> um, he's going to look especially small. But I think it's one of those things where, okay, you're not big for the weight, and it's once it gets in your head, you're not big for the weight. Like some guys can just like block it out, and it's whatever. And maybe it's just like this thing that's maybe in the back of his mind or something, and – um, you know, he's made, he's made mistakes off his own offense so many times where it's like, I think he's caught between a couple worlds of wanting to attack and then it ends up hurting him. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really tough. So, well, he has problems finishing too. And I don't know if that's a size thing. It could be. I mean, length has given him, you think of Cortland Schuyler, long string bean guy, funky wizard. Um, well, I mean, even, tough. but even with, even with Zach Hall, right. He couldn't, he couldn't finish shots. Yeah. That's not. That wasn't a size thing. Right. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, But but also, Nevels is officially back. He lost to um, Max Wessel, who's obviously good. And uh, so we'll see. We'll see where um, what happens with him. But they're going with Nevels. No turning back, right? Did you get – No turn. I didn't get to watch it. Did you? I haven't seen either of his matches. I feel so – so it was awesome going to I feel like he's going to be – I feel – Sorry, but I feel like he's going to be fine. You know, he loses to Mac Wessel. I, I don't think, you know. He was in position to win it. Wessel's been good this year. He's ranked 11th, so it's not like. And, and, and I, you know, I still feel like he could. That's a tough first match. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's a real tough first match. But they needed to get a match. Yeah. No, it had to happen. I mean, right. We... I mean, the, the thing is that he's going to have to poach. You know, the RPIs came out. And he, uh, 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 The allocations. Um, you kind of get a glimpse of the future for the allocations for the for the conference tournament, and um, um, you he has to, he's gonna have to poach because he's not gonna not gonna fit the criteria to get an allocation, but he's gonna have to poach and and it, you know you didn't you haven't seen a lot of Neville's obviously mm-hmm. um, because of the injuries, but you feel like he could be top seven, he could beat a Dawson Peck or a Colin Jensen or somebody right brooks black or something yeah yeah i feel i feel strong about that so that's that's neville's that's penn state and um obviously he'll be two other two other big losses um brunson yeah lost to wanzek Ooh, that's gonna give me nightmares tonight as i do these rankings and then makati lost to kyle springer yeah but makati see that's very different makati has been struggling all year um, actually, but he beat Kevin Jack, which is so completely random because he's lost a lot of a lot of matches to not. He lost to Ronnie Perry, Yauk. He lost to Springer. Um, so yeah, not a. It's been a rough year for him after after placing a year ago. So I don't know. Same thing can be said for Anthony Abedin. It's just not coming together for him as well as Jamison Oster, who is actually having a nice season for himself. Pins him. So yeah, there was a lot. I feel like so out of the loop. I was just in this 
triangle mindset at UNC and Duke and, and North Carolina State. I just don't know what happened. I was just running around the entire weekend at these duels and didn't really get the, I don't know, I feel a little exposed. Like, I don't know what's going on. But that's why I'm glad I have today to kind of get reacclimated with what happened because you, you're kind of in the same boat, right? Um, yeah, uh, living in a bubble. Um, and for me, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know all the college results. I, I I think I know all the college results. I don't know all the international results. I know yeah what Logan happened. yeah. No happened with Logie. I, I I know that Pico lost a couple of times. Um. I got to get caught up on uh you know we got it at one I got it at one one o'clock in the morning. Goodness gracious. Um. So I got to get caught up on all the. Oh hey. All the international and high school. I look. I'm oblivious. I don't know anything that happened in high school. I got to figure that out in the next. 36 hours. Right. Hey, Willie Pickums, though. Let's do those. Oh, Willie Pickums. I think I did good this week. I think uh, you did I. All right, so let's look. I just pasted them in there. Uh, we went – we both had Nate Brown beating McCutcheon. That happened, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Check this thing on. Okay. Dean beat Thomas. We both had that. Gant beat Brissetta. We both had that. Roscoff beat McFadden. We both had that. Um, we split on Roscoff Lewis. I went Lewis, you went Roscoff. Um, so plus one for me. Jack Chisco, we both took Jack. Search the Soufflon did not happen. Cox Quiz did not happen. And we both took Kyle over McKenna. So you only lost by one. I lost? Yeah. I mean, that's good. I mean, right, right. The standards are different, right? Like, um, No, that's ridiculous. You're down by one. You took you took the, an NCAA champion to overtime. Um and then I got it That's together. To... Don't ever. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just comparative, you know. I mean, you did fine. You did fine. There's no shame in that. No shame at all. Okay. Who did I lose on? Roscoff Lewis. I'm going to start putting this on the athletes themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Max. Dude, Lewis looked great. D- listen. I saw somebody. You I cannot take bottom tweet... under him. You just can't do it. I saw somebody tweet, um... Something to the effect of Brian Smith just keeps pulling these guys out of nowhere. Like Daniel what, Lewis was a thing. What he, rock are you living under? Daniel Lewis was blue, not blue chip, but he was top five guy. Aquamarine chip. Yeah, and he had a great redshirt year too. He's been a guy I've been talking about since last spring when we did the redshirt reports and all that. I, I, I mean, had, me and Nick have been like, man, we can't wait till Daniel Lewis gets in the lineup. And he, he gave – I mean, Roscoff, that's Roscoff's first loss at 65. And, you know, he gave the template. And, and he also – I think one thing he exposed with Max is he needs to figure out a way to come from behind. And right now, Max kind of lives on the you get to my legs and yeah. I'm going to school you. Well, Lewis did, Lewis – did Lewis take bottom? He did. Yeah, got out? They both took bottom. Um, but, yeah, yes, he did get out. Now, what he, what he showed was, I mean, obviously, the, this is not, like, new information. Like, if a guy's a funker, double-leg him, obviously. But that's what Lewis did to get that first takedown. And then Max, he's going to struggle coming back if he's not firing off his leg attack. So he's going to have to get that second pitch. He can't just live off of the counter game and being really good on top, at least against a Daniel Lewis caliber guy. Daniel Lewis is a guy, he might be a top three or four guy this, this year. I mean that's that's reasonable yeah. I think. He look he looked great. I mean, listen, 
you cannot get out on bottom from him. Like, it just basically doesn't happen. He's ridden out now Bo Jordan, Alex Derringer, and, and Max Roscoff, um, no. in addition to others. So, I, yeah, you can't, you can't go under him. You can't, you can't do it. It's, it's, it's uh, best case scenario going to be two minutes of riding time for him. Unless you're just trying to, you know, preserve a, a win and just you think yeah, but survive. I, I mean, he brought, I don't know. You have to be above average on bottom to not get, get turned. Pinned. Yeah, he's got great length. He just, I mean, you know exactly what he's gonna do. He's gonna hook that ankle. He's gonna threaten that cross face cradle. He's also really dangerous with hitting cradles from your own leg attacks. And there was a point where Max did actually get in deep, and he kind of crunched him up. And as time was running out, I don't know if he would have converted that to points, but he's he's got an uncanny ability to to cradle dudes up. So Daniel Lewis. Uh, had a great, uh, great performance against Max, and really, you know, Missouri, Missouri wrestled well for the most part. Uh, I felt it was just the the 33 match with Morris, and you know, Miklas didn't look himself against against Renda. So those were the ones that that uh, that turned it for for NC State. And and you know, I wonder, you know, it was looking kind of I don't want to say bleak, but Miklas had to uh, just if Miklas beats Renda, it's over. And I wonder where that puts NC State if that happens. Maybe Michigan, but maybe they fall even further. I don't know. It was it was cool that everything came down to kind of this last weekend. Yeah, it was an exciting weekend for sure, both on the individual side and the dual side. And, um, you know, I, I'm encouraged by where by where the, the, the dual format's going. I, I don't think that it's perfect by any stretch of the imagination. But I think it's going in the right direction. And I'll say that the caveat is, and I think I'd like to get into this in the Thursday show. Um, I think the caveat is, number number one, wholesale scheduling changes. And number two, uh, uh, cooperation with the coaches. Because we, we didn't talk about it, but we will talk about it Thursday. The coaches hold a lot of things up. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're making this happen in the directions they want it to happen, basically, picking their spots, yeah. sort of. Yeah. Yep. So we'll get so, into that more. We'll, we'll leave it. That's what they that's what they call a tease here in the biz. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll tease that till next Thursday. I'm playing the outro music, Willie, because it's go time. It's a excuse me, twelve oh three. I got a little mixed up with a because we started a little late. So we thank you guys so much. Uh, for tuning in once again on a Monday, we thank Tom Ryan for coming on. Um, excited about these dual matchups. And we will see you next time. That's going to be Thursday, as Willie mentioned. A lot more to get into, a lot of results to discuss. And um, yeah, thanks again. Make sure you're subscribed on iTunes, give those five star ratings, and we will see you next time. Thanks, guys. <laughs>